After watching the 2023 Davos coverage of the World Economic Forum, the only thing that kept popping up in my mind was Holloman Air Force Base with President Eisenhower stepping off Air Force One in the New Mexico desert sun and into a couple of UFOs parked on the runway for a critical meeting. The occupants of the UFOs are more controversial than the unique craft themselves, they could have been beings from another world or an offshoot colony of Nazis who never went away after World War II and had simply moved underground, literally in Antarctica, where many volcanic caves have produced underground chambers only accessible by submarine in a comfortable 70-degree environment all the time. The talk has been persistent over the years that nobody won World War II. We simply wiped out the Third Reich in Germany, created the United Nations, and then hired some of the Nazis as our own scientists and created NASA with occult leaders like Jack Parsons and Aleister Crowley leading the charge in rocket design, along with the Nazi Warner von Braun. Meanwhile, a Fourth Reich, which had long been planned by the creation of the Nazis in the first place by a couple of secret societies, the Thule Society and the Vriel Society, claiming to have contact with aliens from other worlds, escaped with the help of American corporations, such as the Ford Motor Company and many other sympathizers to the Nazi cause. They set up shop in Antarctica, using Argentina and other areas of South America as a new base of operations. There are pictures that show Adolf Hitler in Argentina, as well as other prominent Nazi officials, and that the United States helped all this along because they wanted a space program of their own, and the Nazis were the way to get it. Of course, the story gets even more colorful than that. There was a conflict off the tip of South America close to Antarctica and the superior technology that the Nazis had been working on all during the war. American forces were easily beaten, and the event rattled the intelligence community profoundly. It was obvious to all involved that the Nazis had been developing lots of unique technologies, UFOs being one of them. They were openly working with characters from other worlds, species of visitors who had been coming to Earth for more than 10,000 years and were part of our human history from the beginning. And the Nazis, as other secret societies had been doing for a long time, were trading information and advancing in a way that national countries could not keep up with. To flex their muscle after the conflict in South America that embarrassed further the American Navy, those same Nazis used their high technology to harass Americans over Washington, D.C. in 1952, just to prove they could. Of course, the incident was the famous UFOs over the American Capitol story. It got plenty of attention, which led to Eisenhower meeting with them for a treaty in 1955 at Holloman Air Force Base. If America couldn't beat them, we could join them. And it's at that moment that many point to where America became a corporation instead of a republic, and all Americans became a captured serial number asset to this invisible corporate conglomerate who had actually caused all the world wars and was now entirely in control of Earth behind the veil of the world's governments. In the 1960s, as he was going out of the door of the presidency just before Kennedy stepped in, President Eisenhower gave his famous speech about the military-industrial complex and warned us of the dangers they possessed. People scratched their heads at the time, but now it all makes much more sense. Watching the trajectory of history over the last seven decades has only made this crazy story seem more plausible. I've known about these events as kind of fun facts for much of my life, but I sort of laughed it off as a bunch of interesting information that didn't have much validity in reality. I have been to Roswell and done my own research into the UFO phenomena there, and my conclusions were that the UFO crash that happened there was likely perpetuated by a dying town, destroyed by a flawed foreign policy that sucked away the jobs there and gave them to China and Mexico. All the town had to draw people to it was talk about aliens and government cover-ups. Yet, there is more to the story, 
just beyond the veil. And much of this has been confirmed by President Trump's presidency that nobody would have believed before. That the FBI, CIA, and other intelligence agencies were not working for the voters of America but for some mysterious force that was not accountable to the American public. The war in Ukraine suddenly was evident for what it was, a way to change the boundaries of the world, using the American military as the primary mover in the chessboard, and it was being done for mysterious reasons that had nothing to do with the American Constitution, or the will of the American people. These intelligence agencies did much of their work by hiding the obvious in plain sight and keeping people from noticing by layering conspiracy theories in front of the truth to keep anybody from discovering or admitting it. After the events of COVID, the coup against President Trump, and the antics of the World Economic Forum led by Klaus Schwab and the gang, suddenly all that crazy stuff of Nazis in Antarctica, alien interactions with secret societies, and the selling out of America by an American president for the good intention of protecting the people from superior technology and accepting those Nazis into partnerships with the American government in trade for a space program suddenly takes on all new meetings. From my point of view, the bottom line of the matter is that I don't care about all crazy stories. I don't care if aliens are running the world and they have technology far superior to anything human beings have managed to create so far. I don't even care if those alien beings actually had a hand in building the human race from the ground up for their own needs. And that, in truth, many species of aliens are fighting it out on Earth and other places all the time. And that the Nazis reached out to them first and benefited in ways that gave them and their corporate partners leverage over all the nations of the world in the 20th century. Now those same people have formed the World Economic Forum, which was nothing more than another secret society cult worshipping Mother Earth with climate change. What we do know and can prove without a doubt is that none of these World Economic Forum people respect the American Constitution, and neither does American intelligence or our military. Their behavior gives credence to these vast conspiracy theories, which may not prove to be so crazy after all. The Davos characters, the desecrators of Davos as I like to call them, as other people call them the elites, do not have respect or reverence for American sovereignty, and they act like it's already a conquered nation. And that Eisenhower's speech about the military-industrial complex was something we should revisit and take notice of. Because it looks like the little dog from The Wizard of Oz has pulled away the curtain, and we can see who and what has been behind the smoke and mirrors. And what we have learned because of the Trump presidency is that the conspiracy theories were more than fiction. What we know now requires us to act accordingly. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business